Chapter 9, Wilbur's Ghost A spider's web is longer than it looks. Although it is made of thin, delicate strands, the web is not easily broken. However, a web gets torn every day by the insects that kick around in it, and a spider must rebuild it when it gets full of holes. Charlotte liked to do her weaving during the late afternoon, and Fern liked to sit nearby and watch. One afternoon, she had a most interesting conversation and witnessed a strange event. You have awfully hairy legs, Charlotte, said Wilbur as the spider busily worked at her task. My legs are hairy for a good reason, replied Charlotte. Furthermore, each leg of mine has seven sections. The coxa, the trochanter, the femur, the patella, the tibia, the, met the metatarsus, and the tarsus. Wilbur sat bolt upright. You're kidding, he said. No, I'm not either. Say those names again. I didn't catch them the first time. Coxa, trochanter, femur, femur, patella, tibia, metatarsus, and tarsus. Goodness, said Wilbur, looking down at his own chubby legs. I don't think my legs have seven sections. Well, said Charlotte, you and I lead different lives. You don't have to spin a web. That takes real leg work. I could spin a web if I tried, said Wilbur, boasting. I've just never tried. Let's see you do it, said Charlotte. Fern chuckled softly, and her eyes grew wide with love for the pig. Okay, said Wilbur. You coach me, and I'll spin one. It must be a lot of fun to spin a web. How do I start? Take a deep breath, said Charlotte, smiling. Wilbur breathed deeply. Now climb to the highest place you can get to, like this. Charlotte raced up to the top of the doorway. Wilbur scrambled to the top of the manure pile. Manure pile. Very good, said Charlotte. Now make an attachment with your spinner, spinnerets. Curl yourself into place and let out a drag line as you go down. Wilbur hesitated a moment, then jumped out into the air, onto the air. He glanced hastily behind to see if a piece of rope was following him to check his fall, but nothing seemed to be happening in his rear. And the next thing he knew, he landed with a thump. Whoop, he grunted. Charlotte laughed so hard her web began to slay. What did I do wrong? asked the pig when he recovered from his bump. Nothing, said Charlotte. It was a nice try. I think I'll try again, said Wilbur cheerfully. I believe what I need is a little piece of string to hold me. The pig walked out to his yard. You there, Templeton, he called. The rat poked his head out from under the trough. Got a little piece of string I could borrow, asked Wilbur. I need to spin a web. Yes, indeed, replied Templeton, who saved string. No trouble at all, anything to oblige. He crept down into his hole, pushed the goose egg out of the way, and returned with an old piece of dirty white string. Wilbur examined it. That's just the thing, he said. Tie one end to my tail, will you, Templeton? Wilbur crouched low with his thin, curly tail toward the rat. Templeton seized the string, passed it around the end of the pig's tail, tied and tied two half hitches. Charlotte watched with delight. Like Fern, she was truly fond of Wilbur, whose smelly pen and stale food attracted the flies that she needed, and she was proud to see that he was not a quitter and was willing to try again to spin a web. While the rat and the spider and the little girl watched, Wilbur climbed again to the top of the manure pile, full of energy and hope. Everybody watch, he cried, and summoning all his strength, he threw himself into the air head first. 
The string trailed behind him, but as he had neglected to fasten the other, uh, the other end to anything, it didn't really do any good. And Wilbur landed with a thud, crushed and hurt. Tears came to his eyes. Templeton grinned. Charlotte just sat quietly. After a bit, she spoke. You can't spin a web, Wilbur. I, and I advise you to put that idea out of your mind. You lack two things you need for spinning a web. What are they? asked Wilbur sadly. You lack a set of spinnerets, and you lack... The know-how, but cheer up. You don't need to spin a web. Suckerman supplies you with three big meals a day. Why should you worry about trapping food? Wilbur sighed. You are ever so much cleverer and brighter than I am, Charlotte. I guess I was trying to show off. Serves me right. Templeton untied his string and took it back to his home. Charlotte returned to her weaving. You needn't not, you needn't feel too badly, Wilbur, she said. Not many creatures can spin webs. Even men aren't as good as spiders, although they think they're pretty good, and they'll try anything. Did you ever hear of the Queensborough Bridge? Wilbur shook his head. Is it a web? Sort of, replied Charlotte. But do you know how long it took the men to build it? Eight whole years. My goodness, I would have starved to death waiting that long. I can make a web in a single evening. Why do people catch in the... What do people catch in the Queensborough Bridge? Bugs? asked Wilbur. No, said Charlotte. They don't catch anything. They just keep trotting back and forth across the bridge, thinking there is something better on the other side. If they'd hang head down at the top of the thing and wait quietly, maybe something good would come along. But no, with men, it's rush, rush, rush every minute. I'm glad I'm a sedentary spider. What does sedentary mean? asked Wilbur. Means I sit still. Means I sit still a good part of the time and don't go wandering all over creation. I know a good thing when I see it and my web is a good thing. I stay put and wait for what comes. Give me a chance to think. Well, I'm sort of sedentary, I guess, said the pig. Oh, I have to hang around here whether I want to or not. You know where I'd really like to be this evening? Where? In a forest looking for beech nuts and truffles and delectable roots, pushing leaves aside with my wonderful straw nose, searching and sniffing along the ground, smelling, smelling, smelling. You smell just the way you are, remarked a lamb who had just come in. I can smell you from here. You're the smelliest creature in the place. Wilbur hung his head. His eyes grew wet with tears, and Charlotte noticed that his embarrassment as she spoke sharply to the, lamb, to the lamb. Let Wilbur alone, she said. He has the perfect right to smell, considering his surroundings. You're no bundle of sweet peas yourself. Furthermore, you are interrupting a very pleasant conversation. What we're, we are talking about... What were we talking about, Wilbur, when we were so rudely interrupted? Oh, I don't remember, said Wilbur. It doesn't make any difference. Let's not talk anymore for a while, Charlotte. I'm getting sleepy. You go ahead and finish your fixing your web, and I'll just lie here and watch you. It's a lovely evening. Wilbur stretched out on his side. Twilight settled over Zuckerman's spine, and a feeling of peace. Fern knew it was almost time for supper time, but she couldn't bear to leave. Swallows passed on silent wings in and out the doorways, bringing food to their young ones. From across the road, a bird sang, Whip-poor-wheel, whip-poor-wheel. 
Lurby sat down under an apple tree and lit his pipe. The animal sniffed the familiar smell of strong tobacco. Wilbur heard the trail of the tree toad and the occasional slamming of the kitchen door. All these sounds made him feel comfortable and happy, for he loved life, and he loved to be a part of the world on a summer evening. But as he lay there, he remembered what the old sheep had told him. The thought of death came to him, and he began to tremble with fear. Charlotte, he said. Yes, Wilbur. I don't want to die. Of course you don't, said Charlotte in a comforting voice. Oh, I just love it here in the barn, said Wilbur. I love everything about this place. Of course you do, said Charlotte. We all do. The goose appeared, followed by her seven gooselings. They thrust their little necks out and capped up a musical whistling like a tiny troop of pipers. Wilbur listened to the sound with love in his heart. Charlotte, he said. Yes, said the spider. Were you serious when you promised you'd keep them from killing me? I was never more serious in my life. I'm not going to let you die, Wilbur. How are you going to save me? asked Wilbur, whose curiosity was very strong at this point. Well, said Charlotte vaguely, I don't really know, but I'm working on a plan. That's wonderful, said Wilbur. How's the plan coming, Charlotte? Have you got very far with it? Is it coming along pretty well? Wilbur was trembling, but Charlotte was cool and collected. Oh, it's coming all right, she said lightly. The plan is still in its early stages and hasn't completely shaped up yet, but I'm working on it. When do you work on it? begged Wilbur. When I'm hanging head down at the top of my web, that's when I do my thinking, because then all the blood is in my head. Oh, I don't be only too glad and to help in any way I can, said Wilbur. Oh, I'll work it out alone, said Charlotte. I can think better if I'm alone. All right, said Wilbur, but don't fail to let me know if there's anything I can do to help, no matter how slight. Well, replied Charlotte, you must try to build yourself up. I want you to get plenty of sleep and stop worrying. Never hurry and never worry. Chew your food thoroughly and eat every bit of it, except you must leave enough for Templeton. Gain weigh in and stay well. That's the way you can help. Keep fit and don't lose your nerve. Do you think you can understand? Yes, I understand, said Wilbur. Go on to bed then, said Charlotte. Sleep is important. Wilbur trotted over to the darkest corner of his pen and threw himself down. He closed his eyes. In another moment, minute he spoke. Charlotte, he said. Yes, Wilbur. May I go out to my trough and see if I left any of my supper? I think I just need a tiny bit of mashed potato. Very well, said Charlotte. But I want you in bed again without delay. Wilbur started to race out to his yard. Slowly, slowly, said Charlotte. Never hurry and never worry. Wilbur checked himself and crept slowly to his trough. He found a bit of potato, chewed it carefully, swallowed it, and walked back to bed. He closed his eyes and was silent for a while. Charlotte, he whispered. Yes, may I get a drink of milk? I think there are a few drops of milk left in my trough. No, the trough is dry. I want you to go to sleep. No more talking. Close your eyes and go to sleep. Wilbur shut his eyes. Fern got up from her stool and started for home. Her mind was full of everything she had seen and heard. Good night, Charlotte, said Wilbur. Good night, Wilbur. There was a pause. Good night, Charlotte. Good night, Wilbur. Good night. Good night.